Hey guys, welcome to the Sustainable Planet podcast. Yes, I finally named my podcast. And if you've been here before, then welcome back. In today's episode, we'll be talking about sustainable consumerism at the grocery store. This episode is part of a series on sustainable consumerism that I'll be making because where we put our money affects what businesses produce. For example, when more people buy less meat and more vegan-friendly options, businesses will produce more vegan products because that's where the demand is. So an important part of living sustainably is putting your money into sustainable brands and products. The reason why I want to start this series with sustainability at the grocery store is because this is where I produce the most waste in my life, specifically where most of the plastic came from. There is so much plastic packaging at the grocery store, it can seem overwhelming to try and find sustainable alternatives. It takes time to transition to less wasteful food consumption, so don't cut everything out that comes in packaging because going cold turkey has a low chance of success. So today we'll be talking about tips that will help you transition. Again, I want to talk about not judging yourself or others. Everyone is at different points of their journey. I am still making changes in my life, and I will be for a long, long time. While I understand that it can be difficult to see others using disposable plastics or eating meat when you know the harm that it does to the planet, remember that you were there too, and judging someone or using harsh criticism to get them to change their habits does not work, and in fact pushes people further away. So stick to focusing on you and influencing others in a positive way. On that note, let's get to today's topic, grocery shopping. There are several different steps to buying food sustainably. Some are easier than others. The easiest that I'll start with is always bringing reusable bags and reusable produce bags. Plastic is harmful to the environment at every step of its life in production and in its disposal, so not using the plastic bags each time you go to the grocery store is a great first step. I always make sure to bring mine, but if I forget or I randomly decide to stop at the store, I keep them in my car just in case, and sometimes in my backpack as well. And just a note that while paper bags are better than plastic at the end of their life because they break down faster, they aren't a reliable alternative because they require lots of energy, water, and trees to produce. So it's best to avoid them when there are easy, reusable options. Along the same lines, bringing reusable produce bags is good so you don't have to put your fruits and veggies into either the plastic ones or just on the conveyor belt by themselves, which is a little gross when it comes to something wet like a bunch of spinach or carrots. I also use these when I buy things in bulk like loose nuts, beans, or grains like rice, quinoa, and lentils, though you need tighter knit bags when it comes to smaller foods. And these can easily be found on Amazon or... I'm sure some grocery stores sell them as well. Moving on, when it comes to buying food products, the best place to start is avoiding items that create waste, meaning packaging that you will have to throw out instead of recycle. Recycling is arguably not a sustainable alternative and often creates more carbon emissions than waste than what goes to the landfill, but I found it easier to start with packaging that I threw away. For me, this meant soft plastic items, and it can be really difficult to do so when so much food comes in soft plastic. I mean, think of chips, frozen fruits and veggies, most snacks, granola bars, cereals, cheese, meat, and a whole lot of common foods that many people eat. I mean, imagine how much this is building up in our landfills. So what I suggest is finding alternatives where you can and slowly moving away from foods that don't have alternatives. What I found in this process is that the foods that I started cutting out were actually not that good for me. 
Seems like being good to the planet also means being good to yourself. When I talk about alternatives, I mean something like buying fruits and veggies in their non-plastic form, uh, like bunches of spinach instead of the uh, spinach that comes in the container, um, maybe unpackaged carrots, cucumbers, Brussels sprouts, all that good stuff. Honestly, I don't know or understand why some of this is in plastic in the first place, like bananas, apples, oranges. I mean, come on, they have natural packaging. I really don't get it. Also, one thing I want to mention is that this process led me to start going vegan. I want to say that I am not a full vegan yet. I hope to one day be, though. I first started this because you can't buy meat or cheese without plastic waste, and I wanted to avoid waste the best that I could in my apartment on campus. Over time, it became more of a committed thing because of the inhumane treatment of animals, as well as the pollution that the animal products industry creates. Recently, I've also been learning about how damaging meat is to your health and lifespan. There are a lot of reasons to not eat meat, so whatever yours is, keep doing what you're doing. If you do eat meat, as I did not too long ago, I just suggest looking into some of these things that I mentioned. Whatever connects to you most, like animal cruelty, health, the corruption of the meat and dairy industry, environmental effects, look into it more and see if it's a change you want to make. Anyway, that was long-winded, but reducing waste takes time, so do the best that you can. Next, let's talk about reducing recyclables. This is similar, find alternatives or avoid certain foods altogether, but I feel like this is kind of getting nitty-gritty, so I won't go into it all that much. But one thing that I do suggest is, uh, I, I talked about this in one of my other episodes, is reusing containers that you'd recycle like glass jars. I use glass jars to put a lot of the foods I buy in bulk in, like chia and pumpkin seeds, nutritional yeast, rice, lentils, all the little things. I also use some glass jars to grow plants in, so there are many different uses you can find that doesn't require you to just recycle something. As I mentioned before, buying in bulk is something that has helped me a lot. It may be difficult to find stores that do this, but if you do find one, definitely take advantage of it. Buying in bulk means using those dispensers at stores instead of buying things individually packaged. Luckily, the Whole Foods in my hometown does this, so it's where I get flour, sugar, grains, nuts, beans, granola, spices, loose tea. They have so, so much, and I'm really thankful for it. There are also stores that sell in bulk that are usually for restaurants that need higher quality, uh, sorry, higher quantities of food, which means this is also cheaper for you and they come in less packaging. The final tips that I have are kind of the ultimate level of sustainable food shopping, so props to you if you already do this. I'm talking about buying local and in-season foods. Most commonly, this means going to farmer's markets and buying from local farms. This is where you get your freshest and most nutrient-rich foods. You're also supporting local businesses instead of mass production farms that don't give a crap about the environment, and reducing carbon emissions because it takes less transportation to get the food to you. Farmer's markets always sell what is in season as well. When food isn't in season, it means it has to be internationally supplied, which is more carbon emissions and will go bad much faster. 
winter. If you live somewhere warm, farmers markets are usually in your area all year round, but if you live somewhere cold like I do, they only happen in the late spring through early fall. If that's the case, then do the best that you can by buying locally when it's available to you, or you can try freezing foods for the winter. I use frozen fruits for smoothies, so instead of buying some in the plastic packaging, I could buy local and freeze it myself. What a perfect world that would be. Alright, and those are all of my tips for sustainable shopping at the grocery store. Longer episode today, but if you stuck around, then thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed these tips. My podcast is also available on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Radio Public, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and Pocket Cast. So if you prefer those platforms, then check me out. Again, thank you so much for listening, and the planet thanks you too. Bye!